Hello, and welcome to Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G, and it's Wednesday, November 29th. The Tesla Cybertruck options and accessories have leaked through the mobile app update, revealing a base cam tent, a solar option, and a new beast mode. Tesla leaked the name and 3D renders of the tent system that fits into the back of the pickup called Basecamp. Now, according to the information in the app, it will come with a mattress. The app also makes mention of beast mode, which appears to be some kind of ludicrous or plaid mode, but for the truck. Now, the app leak also appears to confirm the light bar, which has sometimes been seen on the Cybertruck prototypes, will indeed be optional. Now, finally, the app also makes reference to Cybertruck Solar. Elon Musk did previously say that Tesla plans to offer the tonal cover with solar cells embedded into it, and it looks like that's the option that they're talking about here. We should have all the details tomorrow afternoon when Tesla holds the delivery event. The Cybertruck has been spotted with about 290 miles of range in a review unit. Today, there's only a handful of publications and content creators that Tesla will sometimes provide units for, namely Motor Trend, Jay Leno, and MKBHD. The latter posted an image of the inside of the car, or truck, showing that the center display read 265 miles. In a recent sighting, we were able to calculate the range based on the destination of the Cybertruck navigation and came up with 267, which is almost exactly what we see here. Now, on closer inspection for the review unit we see today, it appears that it has one more tick of battery percentage before it becomes full, so it might be resting at 90%. It would put the range closer to 290 miles when full if it were taken at face value. Now, since Electrek is not on the list for getting a review unit, an admittedly very short list, we did manage to brave the crowds and check out one of the Cybertrucks placed in the store for one final look. Electrek did attend the launch event years ago and also ventured into other public showings of the truck, but this time we know for certain that the proportions and the build are final. In our experience, Tesla has indeed improved upon the build quality and panel gaps compared to previous prototypes. Some folks out there have argued about the prototype being less than stellar in this manner, and in our opinion, it didn't really matter since, well, it was a prototype. And now it's been validated seeing that the truck, it looks a lot better. Now, admittedly, with the truck being such a geometric blank slate, blemishes are prone to show with higher visibility. We have a wealth of high-quality images on our site if you'd like to check them out. Electrek.co General Motors CEO Mary Barra said that she is disappointed in EV production this year from the previous constraints. In light of this, General Motors expects significantly higher production in 2024. Barra explained that the company was constrained by the automation to build modules. She said it was not an Ultium issue, but rather a manufacturing hurdle. General Motors says that they will have things cleared up by the middle of next year, which does line up with the expected progress on more affordable vehicles. The upcoming Chevy Equinox and the next-generation Bolt will be key in gaining market share, with CEO Mary Barra saying that General Motors has made substantial improvements. We can only hope that General Motors will get things together before the middle of next year because that could drag it out further than they would hope. Hyundai Motor and Kia Corporation presented a new design of an electric vehicle drivetrain. They call it the Universal Wheel Drive System, or UniWheel for short. 
It moves the main components of the wheel hub, creating additional space for the vehicle's interior or other things. Hyundai was so tickled about this technology, they unveiled it at an event just for this. In the presentation, Hyundai says that they utilize a special planetary gear configuration consisting of a sun gear in the center, four pinion gears on each side, and a ring gear surrounding everything. Now, in practice, these kind of motors are quite common, including in electric bicycles, but in this case, it allows for the suspension components to be built much closer and have more of a dynamic range. Now, Hyundai did mention that this technology would bring more cabin space to the occupants inside, but myself, I'm kind of curious if this will add undue complexity to the system. At least in one case with Lordstown, they had their truck built with motors inside of the hub. That company went under. It very well couldn't be for that reason alone, considering that Re Automotive, a startup out of Israel, is building some very impressive technology somewhat similar to Hyundai, although they don't specialize in just the suspension, but have more of a steer-by-wire, braking, and many other components built into the hub area. Almost 4,000 car dealerships in the USA banded together in a new lobbying effort to ask the government to slow down the adoption of electric vehicles. The dealers are asking for President Biden to, quote, tap the brakes on unrealistic government electric vehicle mandate. Now, there isn't a whole lot more to this story, but check this one out. The Biden administration is expected to clearly announce on Friday what will disqualify electric vehicles from eligibility for the full $7,500 subsidy. While clarity is greatly appreciated, it's also expected to come with some more slack for what does qualify. The government is reportedly discussing granting automakers a temporary reprieve from the proposed restriction on EVs, batteries coming from China, also their materials. Considering that many electric vehicle automakers, including Tesla, have batteries that are sourced from China at the moment without the infrastructure existing for America to catch up, it's seen as being an unfair mandate. In today's community comment found on YouTube, many of you contributed to the question of charging experiences in the winter. Certainly I'm in good company as many of you reported similar experiences with slow charging on various electric vehicle models. The particular trim of my car, the 2022 Hyundai Ioniq 5, does not have battery preconditioning. And on that trip, I certainly wish that it did, because that would have warmed up the battery in preparation for charging, allowing it to charge at a faster rate. Now, my rationale when looking at the specs when I was buying the vehicle was that I wouldn't really use that feature very often, which is still true, and now more true than it was before. Now, since the charging network that I was using is totally free for the charging period, I was using just that one, Electrify America, for this and previous trips. On my drive, I found the quantity of these chargers to be less than adequate. Between two chargers, I almost drained the battery entirely, going from 100% down to about 4%. Now, regarding quality, it was normally pretty good aside from the charging speed, which I largely attribute to the cold and also my particular vehicle. But one station did have only one working charger pylon, that was in La Grande, Oregon. A regular gas truck had accidentally iced out one charger stall for us, but it wasn't working anyway, so no harm, no foul, I suppose. In the future, we'll be using the Tesla network, no matter what car we drive. When the kids are less demanding and we can travel easier, we may also be ready for a new vehicle at that point. Hopefully all the startups that we see now will survive until then, so I have a lot of options to choose from. 
but between you and me, I'm not holding out hope for too many of them, especially the Edison Future EFT-1. Looks pretty slick, but yeah. Thanks for watching Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G, and I hope you have a great day.